Welcome to The Purpose Project. I'm Emily, a 23-year-old graduate student who's on her journey to find her purpose. I mean, who isn't? On this podcast, we'll chat through the good, the bad, and the ugly, having raw and real conversations about lifestyle, career, health, and mindset. The path to find your purpose isn't easy, but we can do it together, one episode at a time. Hey, Purpose fam, and welcome back to The Purpose Project, or welcome if you are new. My name is Emily. I'm so pumped to have you all here today. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. I'm sure you can see by the title exactly what we're going to talk about today, and it's not just going to be me rambling about fitness and health and that type of thing, but we're really going to dive into the science behind gym intimidation and what that anxiety and fear in the gym and working out in front of others really consists of. And there's a backstory to why this topic came to mind, but I will tell you guys that in just a moment. But before we do so, I wanted to, first of all, say thank you so, so, so much to each and every one of you that have reached out to me on the Purpose Project Instagram at the Purpose Project Pod. No shameless plug there. <laughs> but have reached out to me and have told me how much the past episodes have helped you all and that you've been enjoying the content and enjoying the wonderful guests that we've had thus far in 2021. And I cannot be more thankful for that. I am trying to be a lot more intentional with the guests that I invite on the Purpose Project. Not to say that anyone can't be on the Purpose Project because anyone can, and I'm willing to have anyone on the Purpose Project. But when I'm cultivating these episodes and I'm reaching out to guests, I want to make sure that the content that I am providing to you all is helpful, is enticing and exciting and interesting to you all that can really allow you to sit back and question where you are at your journey and finding your purpose and just trying to learn and grow and just become the best version of yourself. So I just wanted to say that and start off with that. I really appreciate all of your response to the past episodes and I have so many more great guests lined up and already recorded with and scheduled and ready to share with your ears. I am just so excited for what's to come for the Purpose Project in 2021. And with that being said, as always, please reach out to me if you have any suggestions on guests, topics, things you want me to do. Really, the sky is the limit, so please let me know. My DMs are always open, and I promise I'm very friendly. I don't bite. (laughs) Okay, so diving into today's episode, I want to give you guys our quote of the week. We are going more towards a quote this week than an affirmation. So listen up. All right, this week's quote is, You become a master of your life when you learn how to control where your attention goes. Value what you give your energy and time to. This quote really stuck out to me. I was doing my daily Pinterest scroll. scroll, Wow, can I speak? Doing my daily Pinterest scroll. That's a tongue twister. Anyways, I was doing my daily Pinterest. Pinterest role. And I came across this quote and it really stuck out to me because I preach it all the time to you all and in my life in general and the people that I surround myself with, just trying to 
kind of live on the value that your energy introduces you before you do. You are in control of the energy that you bring into your life and the things that you bring into your life. And yes, some things are definitely uncontrollable, but what we can control is our reactions and our actions to certain things happening. So when you learn how to control where you're focusing on, positive versus negative, happy versus sad, good versus bad, whatever it is. When you are able to control where your attention goes, you're going to be more able, like the quote said, to value your time and your energy. The two most important things to me recently I've realized, and I was talking to a friend about this the other day, but my two biggest things that I am focusing on going forward, not just in 2021, just in my life in general, is how important my energy and my time is. And I ask that if you all, whoever's listening to this, if you don't value that 150%, then start to, because it's going to absolutely change your life and change the way that you live and take action and have relationships and friendships and take opportunities a hold. It's really just going to change the way you view yourself and view others and just the world in general. I could go on and on and on about this and I'll create a whole nother episode in regard to that. But that is not what today's topic is all about. But I think that's a really good quote going into the weekend and next week to really, really just think about and ask yourself, am I in control of what I'm focusing on? Um, and that could be the things happening in your life, the things going on in your mind and social media. That's definitely a factor, but try to take inventory of what you're focusing on and what you're giving your energy and your time to, because when you start to reevaluate those things and realize where you're putting it, like, wow, I'm putting it there. Really? Maybe we should change that. Once you start realizing those things, you're going to live life a whole lot more authentically, wholeheartedly and fully. So thank you for coming to my TED talk. All right. <laughs> so today's episode, like I mentioned, is all about gym intimidation. And you're probably like, Emily, what the heck is that? It's basically the imitate. I can't speak today, y'all. It's basically the intimidation you get in the gym. So first and foremost, where this idea even came from, but so the idea of this episode came to me when I was chatting with a friend recently, I think it was last week or the week before, about fitness. And she was asking how I got to where I am today and all the things that I've done to really build up my fitness lifestyle from after being an athlete. And I was talking about my story and how I got a coach and how I'm focused on it now, yada, yada, yada. And she just kept stressing to me that she, quote, couldn't. And I said, quote, because I'm putting up like the, the quote sign and you guys can't see me, obviously. But she kept just saying to me, I can't, I can't, I can't. And when I asked her why she kept saying that and why can't was such a big thing to her, she explained to me that she had too much fear around weights, around the gym, around others at the gym, that others were going to judge her, all of the things. Um, so she just kept saying that and it kind of came to me that gym intimidation is a real thing and it's talked about a lot on social media and on 
like those fitness influencers platforms. It's talked about a lot. And I kind of reflected after that conversation wondering like, why am I so confident in the gym? I know my workout and I go in there and I strut my stuff and I PR and I do all these things and I come out feeling better than ever and I go do it again the next day. It's just a part of my lifestyle, a part of my routine. But was it hard at times? Like, has it been hard at times? So I was just questioning this, going back and forth. And then I was actually in my apartment's gym the other day, doing my normal thing, getting my lift on, getting my sweat in. And I was doing a, I'm doing a new program that I've never done before from a new um, person that I'm following. And I'm loving the workout so far. It's just, you, your body needs to try something new every so often. And my body was so used to the old work I was doing. I was like, I need to try something new. So I'm on week three of the program and it's great. But this specific workout I was doing had a lot of movements that I wasn't used to. And I was doing them. And just to give you guys like a reference of what I was doing, I was doing burpees, which let me just say, I have refused to do a burpee since I was a college softball player. I just, I hate them. I refuse to do them, but the program had them in there. So I was like, I'm not going to be a little baby. I'm going to do it. So I'm doing the burpees and I feel like my form is off, but I'm getting it done. And then two girls come walking in the gym and they start doing their workout. Now I'm halfway through my set and I've already done two sets before this and I still have two more to go and I'm doing these burpees and I start to feel judged. I start to feel weird. I start to slow down and it caused me to lose 110% focus on the workout I was doing and my form. And I kept glancing around after I was done to those girls that were working out next to me and I just felt gross, I guess is a good word to say. I just felt weird. I felt off. I felt like people were watching me. And I felt like those other two girls were judging me, judging my form, judging the way I was working out. Even though I'm clearly fit and I clearly know what I'm doing, I felt judged. And I honestly did not want to be there in that moment. And so I finished a set and I finished my whole workout and I get on the treadmill to finish with my cardio and I'm kind of reflecting. And I realized that that moment was gym intimidation. And it made me realize that we all deal with gym intimidation, intimidation in the gym, fear of working out in front of others, anxiousness in the gym. We all go through it. No matter someone's skill level, everyone has felt that way at some point in their journey. And I challenge you, if you don't believe me, literally Google gym intimidation, fear in the gym. And then also, I dare you to YouTube gym intimidation or getting over my fear of gym intimidation. If you do that, and I did it before this just to make sure that um, I am giving out proper information. I did it on YouTube and there are hundreds of YouTube videos of fitness accounts, individuals that are focused on fitness, that are famous for their fitness. And they talk about their experiences with gym intimidation and how they still deal with it at times. And they have tips and tricks on ways to work through it. So after realizing this and putting the connection together, I 
realized that we should talk about it. And I know that all of, not all of my listeners are gym fanatics, but I know that we all value our health and our fitness in different ways. And I'm not just talking about this in a gym sense as well. It's interesting because the studies that were done and the um, research that I did in accordance with this topic talks a lot about not just the physical gym where the weightlifting and you sign up for a membership or whatever, but also fitness classes and female-based fitness classes, cycling classes, all of those things. Gym intimidation comes into effect in all of these places with whatever age you are, skill level you are, it's apparent and it's there and it happens to everyone and it's a normal thing. It's putting ourselves out of our comfort zone. We're never going to get better at what we're doing unless we're comfortable with being uncomfortable. I've preached it before and I'll preach it again. So I want to bring this topic to the Purpose Project today to bring some more light to what gym intimidation is, the studies and science behind it. And I'm going to give you guys a few tips and tricks that I have used in the past when I first started out and I'm still obviously dealing with it. I dealt with it the other day, but things that I have done to overcome that obstacle and making sure that I'm getting in the gym getting on the bike in that fitness class and doing my thing because fitness is personal and fitness is for you and that's all that should matter, but doesn't mean that that fear doesn't come up. So let's dive into the science behind gym intimidation. So I did a little research for you all and I Googled definition of gym intimidation and I don't want to just say it's the intimidation you get in the gym because obviously that's what it is. It's the mixture of the two words. But I found the fear of working out in front of others, the fear of being judged by fitness capability, the fear of intimidation when working out in a gym, the fear of working out in front of another sex, the fear of working out in front of someone who's more fit than you, all of these things. These all came up in different ways, shapes, and forms, but accompanied by all of these things. There were articles on articles of research done and studies done and people writing their stories of their gym intimidation and how they got over it or how they're still dealing with it. There is so much information on this topic. It's insane. I highly recommend looking it up after you're done listening to this episode or multitasking if you're able to. So many people go through the same feelings that you and I go through, the guy next to you on the elliptical's going through, the girl next to you on the bike's going through, like everyone's going through it at some point in their fitness journey. So I did some research and I found an article on Fox News and I will have the direct link to that article in the show notes so you can click over and read it yourself if you're interested. But so there was a study of 2,000 Americans done and it showed that 50% of the surveyed people found the idea of working out in front of others to be daunting. And 31% of that admitted people also admitted to having some sort of anxiousness or anxiety around it. That's 50%. That's a large freaking number. And some of those 2000 may not have even worked out. Who knows? The parameters of the study weren't very clear, but 50% is a large amount and 31% of that 50% is a large amount as well to have those anxious feelings around 
that fear of being in front of others in a gym. So the article continued and the study stated that of the people surveyed that did conquer that fear, 47% still admitted to feeling somewhat intimidated here and there. So 47% of these people admitted to the fact that yes, they were good now to work out in the gym, all good, but every now and then they still felt that intimidation creep up in certain moments and during certain exercises. That's a lot of people that have dealt with it. And also it comes back and it bites them in the butt here and there. Like it happens to everyone. And then the article explained 32% felt intimidated working out next to someone fit. 17% felt intimidated working out in front of the opposite sex, which is another whole side of the study because I know that Like for me in that moment, I explained to you earlier, two girls that were a lot, let's just say skinnier than I was, that maybe they were more fit, maybe they weren't. It's really hard to define fitness, Um, but they were a lot more petite than I am. And I felt judged by them because they were women, honestly. Um, I I do tend when I get these fears of working in front of others and the gym intimidation, I get this feeling that I'm being judged by other women because maybe I am a little more muscular or whatnot, who knows. But I personally, in front of the same sex, um, deal with those feelings. Like if a man walked in the room, I wouldn't really, wouldn't really mind unless it was someone I had like a giant crush on, then I would be like, okay, maybe not. But a lot of women feel uncomfortable working out in the gym in front of the opposite sex because maybe if a girl's doing a squat, a guy's going to stare at her or maybe the vice versa. It happens and it's something that really will screw up your workout and screw up your mindset in your workout if you're constantly wondering, is that person looking at me? Is someone watching me? Am I doing my form right? Is my butt sticking out? Am I being stared at by the guys next to me? Like all of these things, they go through your mind. And the study is just proving to you that there are 50% of most people that agree with you, have gone through what you're going through, and in more ways than not, are dealing with it too. So I just... It was really astonishing to me reading these articles because it just provided so much context behind these feelings that my friends were telling me about and that I was feeling sometimes. And it's just, I keep saying this, but it's just such a reminder that you are not the only one going through it if you're dealing with it. Everyone goes through it in some way, shape, or form. Either it's the beginning of their journey, in the middle, at the end, in between, here and there. Everyone deals with it, even those that are extremely knowledgeable in the gym. Everyone deals with it, no matter their skill level. And going off of that, like I was saying earlier, this isn't just in the gym. And I know that I said earlier that gym intimidation, you probably think of weightlifting and going to like Planet Fitness or Retro Fitness or somewhere that has a big facility that a ton of people go to. And of course, COVID's a little different, but this is just in general about gym intimidation and gyms in general. But we're not just talking about those types of gyms. We're also talking about fitness classes, group classes, communities, all of these things and places can be really intimidating and threatening to someone new. 
I have a good example of this when I was trying to get into cycling about two years ago. Everyone was really raving about SoulCycle and their fitness classes. And let me just preface, I have nothing against SoulCycle, nothing against it at all. But this was around the time that SoulCycle was really popping off and it was really becoming something that was monumentous and worldwide and all of these things. And a lot of my friends were working at SoulCycle and doing these classes consistently or paying for memberships. And they were going all the time and posting on their stories and doing all these things. And I, I wanted to get into cycling before that, but the only one I knew of was SoulCycle. And I was going to go to a class because they do give you a discounted class for the first one, I believe. And, but I just kept hearing all these mixed reviews from people saying that it's like a cult and it's like this big group of people that you walk in and they don't really help you and all these things, yada, yada, yada. And which were probably rumors. I'm sure everyone that works at SoulCycle is extremely nice and the community there is amazing. But these few things that I heard really started to bother me and made me really question is this a place that I want to be trying cycling for the first time? Like I have never done a cycling class before. I have no idea what it consists of. My fitness wasn't the best. My endurance wasn't the best. So was I going to be judged in these classes? Was I going to be able to keep up? Like I had no idea what to expect, nothing. So I let this fear kind of keep me away from cycling for a good bit of time. Oh, and I wanted to add that also, I don't even know how to ride a bike. So I don't even know how it works. Let's be honest. I know that cycling is different than actual biking, but I don't know how to ride a bike. So I don't know. It was scary to me. So I wanted my first experience on a bike in a studio to be really memorable and great. And I was really nervous to be judged to be judged by the people working there, the other people on the bike, the instructor. I was so nervous to be judged because I didn't know what I was doing and I had never been in that situation before. So I pushed it off for a while and then I came across Flywheel, which sadly isn't even a company anymore. They actually went bankrupt this past year, which is very, very sad. But so at the time I found Flywheel and their first class was absolutely free. And I had actually heard about Flywheel from a colleague of mine in my undergrad. They just mentioned that they went to a class and that they loved it and that it was comparable to SoulCycle. And I was like, first class free, let me, let me give it a go, I guess. And I heard one good thing. I went, the community was so welcoming and so opening. They walked me through everything. Although I was extremely nervous and I felt my heart beating out of my chest the entire time. It was such a good experience. It allowed me to put myself out of my comfort zone and really fall in love with cycling. So now I, although Flywheel isn't a thing, I did have a membership monthly there. I worked there for about six months actually. And now I try to cycle at least once a week because we have Pelotons in my building, thankfully. But like I said, nothing against Soul Cycle. It was just such an intimidating thing for me to do my first cycling class for. And that 
is gym intimidation, you guys. Like it's not an actual gym where we're lifting weights, but it's a community of individuals that are focused around fitness and that maybe were more experienced than I was. Maybe were more fit than I was, had better endurance than I was. They knew what they were doing and I did not. And I was so nervous to put myself out there and to make an embarrassment of myself, a fool out of myself, that I pushed off doing cycling for a few more months. And then I finally found flywheel and it all fell into place, thankfully. But it was that gym intimidation that stopped me from doing something new. And that is so sad that so many people have to go through that. And I am not perfect. Trust me. I go through it still. Like I would love to try Pilates or um, do some work with a reformer, but I, that is scary. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not flexible. I'm going to look like an idiot. See, these are gym intimidation thoughts. I just need to put them aside and just go do it. And I hope this episode really reminds you all of that, that you're not alone in feeling these things. Try new things, do new things. Fitness is so personal and you can do so many different forms of fitness. Some people it's yoga, some people it's lifting, some people it's hit circuits, some people it's powerlifting, some people it's pole dancing. There's so many different things, guys. Like there really is. So this intimidation in the gym is so common and so normal. And I just want you all to remind yourselves of that. So if me saying this still isn't really helping you and you're like, Emily, I, I still don't know about this. I'm still nervous. I want to give you guys some tips that have helped me in the past get over that immediate fear and just move into that uncomfortable zone and just do it. So I have a few tips listed here that have really helped me. And I know that uh, other people do these things as well. So first and foremost is if you're going to the gym, plan out your workout before you arrive. And this is super helpful because you're not going to want to go into the gym and be like, uh, let's, let's do legs today. Um, squats. Yeah. Let's go find a squat bar. No, you want to know it before you go in hand. If you have a workout guide in front of you from someone else, and you've never done those workouts before, YouTube those workouts beforehand to see how they work. Tab them in your phone so you can literally just open the phone and look at them. Know what you're doing beforehand because you're going to be able to get to the gym, walk straight to the machine you want to start working out on, and just go, go, go. You're not going to look confused or nervous, and you are going to feel more confident in yourself in doing just that. And that tip goes the same with Going to a workout class, instead of planning out your workout before you arrive, schedule your workouts before the week starts. Uh, When I was doing flywheel, I would make sure I was taking three classes a week and I would schedule those classes before my week even started. So that way I knew that I was going to show up at those classes because I paid my hard earned money to be there. So I paid that money, scheduled that class and I would have to show up during those times and I wouldn't feel like, oh, maybe I should go this time, maybe I shouldn't. I knew. So plan out your workouts before you arrive to the gym or plan out those classes before the week starts. It's really gonna help you just know what you gotta do, go in there and conquer it. All right. Number two is wear clothes that make you feel comfortable. This is so important to anyone that is starting their fitness journey or trying to follow other fitness influencers online. If you're looking at any fitness influencers online, they are all wearing sports bras and leggings, tight crop tops, 
like they're wearing basically nothing. And although that is a quote fitness standard, if you will, I'm kind of rolling my eyes at that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to wear skin tight clothes to look good and feel good in the gym. Behind your workouts is you and you're doing it for you. So why would you wear something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable, feel like people are looking at you, all of these things. So maybe you do feel confident and comfortable in a sports bra and leggings. Heck yeah, girl, do it or guy, do it. (laughs) If you feel more comfortable in a t-shirt and leggings, do it. If you feel more comfortable in shorts instead of tight leggings, do it. If you want to wear a baggy sweatshirt and sweatpants to work out, do it. Whatever makes you feel more comfortable. For example, yesterday I was feeling good and confident and ready to kill my workout. So I wore a tank top and leggings. Today, I wanted to get in there, sweat and get out. I really wasn't feeling it. So I wore a baggy sweatshirt with a hood and what did I wear? Biker shorts. Sorry, I completely lost my train of thought there biker shorts. I literally threw those on as baggy as you can find it and got my workout in. And guess what? What I was wearing did not make a difference in the outcome of my workout. Again, what you wear will not make a difference in the outcome of your workout. Seriously, guys, don't fall into the trap of these fitness influencers promoting, you got to buy the tight Gymshark clothing and the tight Balance Athletica clothing, and you have to wear the crop top and have to show your stomach. You don't have to do any of that. Fitness is personal and you can wear whatever you want, whatever makes you comfortable. Just remind yourself of that. Number three goes along with clothing as well, but it's wear a hat. This is like my number one tip and trick that I have used for years that I have always used. And I probably wear a hat three out of my five days of my workout. I just feel so much better when I have a hat on. I can tuck my head down, put my headphones on, not make eye contact with anyone, focus on me, myself, and I. If you don't know what I'm talking about, next time you go work out, wear a hat it's going to change the game for you. You don't have to worry about looking up and catching eye contact with someone. You can just keep your eyes covered, your face covered. Girl, you don't got to wear any makeup at the gym if you feel like that's what you need to do. I don't wear makeup at the gym ever, but even where I wear a hat, if I'm having a little acne on my forehead that day, boom, hat covered. Like what? Like it's amazing. I'm way too passionate about wearing hats in the gym. So If any of these tips start with that one, I'm telling you, it's going to help you. And like I was saying, going off of that, wearing your hat, plugging in your headphones and tip number four, having a bomb playlist. There are so many great playlists available for you on the internet. Spotify especially has a ton of amazing pre-made playlists from Spotify themselves, but also other users throughout the world. There's so many great options. Literally, if you have a Spotify, look up workout playlist. You'll either find Spotify's pre-made playlists where they have all different types of genres, beats. They literally have running playlists for like 170 BPM, 155 BPM. Like it's crazy. These Spotify creators are amazing. And there's also a bunch of playlists that are just created by random users. So if you look up 
workout playlists, a ton will come up. And there's actually a ton of amazing 2021 workout playlists that I've been uh, jamming to recently. And I'll just scroll through those. And as those are playing, I'll save them to my own playlist. And it's just, it's just a dandy old time. I love getting a good song in my ears while I'm hitting a set and I'm not even like looking at anyone else around me. You sometimes catch me dancing a little bit, doing a little head nodding. It makes your workout so much more enjoyable. And if you're not going to the physical gym and you're going to a cycling class or some sport, make sure you're picking a class that has music that you enjoy. I remember when I used to take flywheel classes, I found out very quickly which instructors I loved and which not so much. And it wasn't because of the instructor themselves. It was just the music that they were playing during their classes. So if an instructor was playing 80s music the entire time, it's not really my jam. And I'm not really going to be able to get into the workout and like lose myself. You know, if I took an instructor that was playing alternative and rap and hip hop and pop, I was like jamming the entire time. So Pick a playlist, find a playlist that makes you feel good, excited. And if you want to create your own, all the power to you. But just know that you don't have to go that far of an extent to find really great music that's going to let you drown out and focus on you during your entire workout. All right, we've got a few more. Number five, grab a friend or don't. A lot of people have preferences when they work out. They either love going with a friend or they love going by themselves. I personally love working out alone. I love doing things alone. So I, I would rather have gone to flywheel for the first time by myself than gone with someone else because I would have felt even more nervous that I was embarrassing myself in front of my friend, which if they're your friend, they're not going to be thinking that, but I had those gym intimidation thoughts and I knew that I needed to do it alone. If you're the type of person that likes to have a workout buddy, grab a friend that maybe has the same interests as you and then you want them to try something new with you or you want to do something new with them, whatever it may be, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, mom, aunt, sister, brother, I don't know, grab someone in your circle or someone maybe you don't know that well and you want to get to know them better. Workout class is a great way to do so. Just go with someone, grab a friend or don't, whichever you prefer. One of the two is going to make it way easier for you to show up and show out for yourself. All right. And then last but not least is you're going to be like, Emily, really? I know easier said than done, but it is to just be confident in yourself. You need to go into whatever workout you're doing, whatever fitness class you're taking, whatever community you're joining, and remind yourself that, like I've said a hundred times in this episode, fitness is personal. Fitness is personal. It is for you. You're working out for you, not for anyone else. Your body is yours. You are blessed to be living in such a strong, beautiful, wonderful, healthy body. It's yours. And if you are trying to work out to please other people or to fit a certain mold that society has created for you, one, check yourself. And two, check the people that you're surrounding yourself with because that's no bueno. No. So with this tip, it's just to remind yourself that you are doing this to get better, to be better. 1% better every day is my slogan 
in the gym is just literally just 1% better every day. But you are doing this fitness journey for you, your mental health, your physical health. Maybe it's your you time for the day, way to de-stress, whatever it is. Focus on that. It's kind of like your why, your why that we've talked about many times, your why in life. You should have a fitness why, a why you want to go to a workout class or why you want to go to the gym, why you want to run, why you want to cycle, whatever it is. Focus on that and be confident in yourself that you are strong and capable and can do hard things, even if gym intimidation is one of those hard things. And also, like I've said a hundred times, you're not alone. Everyone goes through it. And if you're still kind of questioning it after this episode, I promise you, go YouTube gym intimidation. There's going to be hundreds on hundreds on hundreds of videos of athletes or non-athletes telling their story of how they have dealt with gym intimidation and how they're maybe still dealing with it and how they've overcome it or are working on overcoming it. It's something that we all deal with. And I want to end this episode by reading this quote that I found in another article all about someone's experience with gym intimidation. And I will have that linked in the show notes below as well. But the quote reads, many of us fat and thin have grown up feeling as if we don't fit in at the gym. The friendliest grandmother ever could nail down some old bikes to a church hall floor, call it basic spin, and tons of people would still find it intimidating. But we do belong. If we can buy the ticket, find the time, get through the door, we deserve to be there as much as the next person. The intimidation that comes with the gym is real and everyone goes through it. I just hope that this episode today provided some light and some reassurance and some warmth, I guess, and like a hug from me to you to remind yourself that you're not alone in what you're going through and you can do hard things. Like that quote said, just find the time, get through the door because you deserve it as much as the next person. All right, you guys, that is all I have for today's episode. I do hope you enjoyed this topic. It was something that was really weighing on my heart and I thought would be really beneficial for you all to hear. If you want to share with a friend or share on your story, you can tag us at the Purpose Project Pod, slide into my DMs, let me know what you think of the episode, past episodes, what you want to hear in the future. If you're enjoying it on Apple Podcasts, please take five seconds and leave us a five-star review and rating. I would so, so, so much appreciate it. Subscribe, turn on those notifications, whatever you got to do. I am consistently so inspired and so blessed to have such amazing community, the Purpose Fam. So thankful for all of you. But that is enough rambling for me today. I am going to go eat dinner, enjoy the rest of my evening and just relax. So I hope you all have an amazing remainder of today's 24 and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye Purpose Fam.